This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app for league fans, putting the NRL at your fingertips. News scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information and more. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. This Week in League, you are the saddest cunt I've ever seen, said Joel Tompkins. And it wasn't to his brother while reminiscing about Sam's time at the Warriors. You are the fucking rectum of Wigan, said Joel Tompkins. Funnily enough, also not about Sam and his time in the NRL. Shout out to the Twill OG Devonhead for providing his rest fault scarf to Jack DeBellin so he could wipe the Queensland blood from his dick. And we look ahead to all the action for round 14 of the 2018 NRL season. All that more this week in League. Welcome to episode 290 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. One of these glorious fucking days. Where, a, we're recording in the daytime, so, you know, reasonably, you know, awake. Um, and also, it's the it's the morning after the fucking glorious night that was when uh, New South Wales crushed the spine of the fucking Queensland dynasty. Fucking dropped the elbow like fucking Tong Po on Jean-Claude Van Damme's brother. <laughs> <laughs> and so now Queensland will have to go and kick palm trees and try and come up with something in a couple of weeks. <clears throat> yeah. Um, unfortunately, Billy Slater seems to be allergic to game ones. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, Billy Slater, I mean, he's, he's I mean, if, if you're going to fucking wrap it up, I mean, what a year, you know, getting, getting fucking pumped as the captain yeah. inside, fucking all your mates pissing off, yeah, it, like, you know. Um, um, but this is going to be a true, a true express episode because uh, a we want to get it out in time, so it's you know reasonable time before the fucking game started. Relevant and, and like yeah, and like last week's games are not so much relevant, so we'll just go through the scores of those ones or whatever. Um, new stuff for the week though. Um, young Tom Mapaya, who I've who I've pegged as a liability for Melbourne Storm all season when uh, when other players are out, uh, he's uh, fucked off on a Mormon mission. So. Uh, He's, uh, yeah. you know, if it was a line at the start of the show, you could say that, you know, he's chosen Joseph Smith over Cameron Smith or, yes. you know, <clears throat> whatever. Um, I'm almost <clears throat> certain that after the couple of recent performances, yep. Bellamy just put a fucking, you know, two-way radio under his pillow one night <laughs> and sat outside his door going, Young... <laughs> Fuck off and tell cunts about Joseph Smith's message. <laughs> Fucking get out of here, you cunt. <laughs> this is Joseph fucking Smith. <laughs> Too much drop ball. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? Cunts in PNG don't know about golden tablets? Fuck me. I think he's kind of like, I, I don't know if this, I've read this, like, this, I read this ages ago. I don't, I don't know if I'm remembering it wrongly, but I think it's like, he's going somewhere like decent like fucking Germany or you know like somewhere like you know where you go okay well that's you know nice holiday for a youngster is it really a mission? well I don't know I remember when I was living in Japan with the the, the lack of white people there fuck they stood out like we'd be we'd be in, going just in the in the main <laughs> drag of town and because we're like me and my me and my mate are fucking white people and then these guys are the only, and they're like they see you and they're like going, oh fucking white faces and we're just like Christ, fuck off, mate. See, the other thing is, they <coughs> do stand out in places like Australia too. Because all you have to do is look for somebody with a white short sleeve shirt that doesn't have a 
bus around them. Well, yeah. <laughs> and that's them. And, well, the, 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 you know, they usually have a bicycle fucking <laughs> <laughs> under their right hand. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, uh, the start of the show, I mean, uh, this, this Joel and Sam Tompkins thing. Uh in a bar, looks like they were, you know, last or next to last, you know, patrons in there. Uh, the Joel Tompkins, especially, make absolute cunt of himself. Yeah. Just wonder how how I mean. In, I, I believe the penalty's handed down. I think he stood down. Joel stood down. Sam's copped a fine, half a fine, and I think he's still there. Uh, Joel Tompkins, maybe it's like career in doubt kind of thing, or you know, position in doubt, contract in doubt. Um, I wonder in Australia, <laughs> in Australia, that would almost fucking. Both probably be sacked. <laughs> Both close um, to sacked, I reckon. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to think of of a, a similar one. I'd, correct me if I'm wrong. Yep. I don't think there's been actual like live decent like, footage like, like, like that. Solid crisp yeah. footage of um, not since the fire up. You say I can't, and that was a video footage. Yeah. That was fine. You know that was audio. Um, um, I guess that did get some guys kicked out of. Uh, and stood down from origin yeah. and stuff. Sam Tompkins, I mean, fucking, it's the what the the degenerative fucking spinal injury that he that he had in in Australia only appears to have gotten fucking far worse in England. I mean, because he, you can see when the penny drops with him, and he's like, and and he's like, fuck, all right, yeah, she's filming it. We've we're fucked. Let's she, go. She, re- she replies with a c word of her own. <laughs> Korea, <laughs> Korea, camera, Korea, and CCTV. <laughs> and he's like, and then that's when the penny drops. He's he sobered up real fucking quick yeah. at that point. Um, but he still, he just, he still stood there and let his and let his brother, you know, go on like an absolute cunt. Um, I, 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 I dare say uh, I haven't had the opportunity to listen to Super League Pod this week, but I would imagine that they would have uh, plenty on that one. Um, Umbai signed for the Tigers, and word is that there's a p- potential. Uh, you know, shifting this year, like this season. Yeah. Um, that would be a good get for them. It, it is interesting. Um, and, and I think I mentioned this last week, which is something I don't think I was aware of, and it was something new Gus put on Twitter, Okay, is that if you have space in your cap mm-hmm. this year, you can prepay next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is, seems a bit fucking odd, but... Uh, that that would I see be a, a route that the dogs want to take because if they're in as much cap trouble as they say they are, yeah, they would almost be resigned to the fact that they're not playing finals football, yeah, this year ever. Um, yeah. At least, yeah, and they go well. Okay, we're we're fucked. Why not take as much advantage out of losing this guy as we can? Yep. So it wouldn't surprise me if they do. And then there's whispers. I mean, these are these. That's like he has signed. He is officially signed for yes. like I think three seasons starting next year. And the conjecture is just whether or not he can get a release and uh, and rock up this year. Uh, the the one that is more speculative at this stage is Aaron Woods to the Sharks oh with the dogs paying God. a fair a fair amount of the freight. Um, honestly, you ever want to see a fucking large segment of NRL Twitter? DCE will fucking be standing there going, Jesus, and I thought I could fucking backflip. Yeah. I mean, the, the mass fucking, <laughs> like a fucking herd of lemmings running towards a cliff and just uh, jamming, the fucking, jamming on the brakes and running directly in the opposite direction. Um, Sharks Twitter, I, I look forward, I look forward to you trying to justify that useless fucking potato cunt. Yeah. Um, you're fucking good luck to you, you know? Uh, I, I don't care how much Canterbury pay him. Yeah. There is not enough, oh, well, we're getting this much for him 
that makes putting him in a forward pack worth it for me. Yeah, well, I, I think that there is a price where... No, there, there's no price. I yeah. think there's a price. Like, the, for, for, If you think about like the forwards who are out there and everything, like, let's... I mean, I'm talking about like the the, the, the plot of fucking level four, like, you know, yep. like your, your Tim Manners, your, <clears throat> your Tony Williamses, your... Paul Gallons. Paul Gallons, you know, whatever. These guys, like, you, you know, like, you know, you guys like your fucking... Real, like, your low-level guys you don't really you know want in your team unless you you know you've got to because cap trouble injuries yeah, blah, blah, whatever that's it if you're paying like guys like that in the vicinity of two hundred thousand dollars and you could somehow arrange a deal in which you paid aaron woods two hundred thousand dollars and the dogs paid whatever was left that's a, that's about a, that's probably an okay deal yeah, 400 my- i sort of hesitate a little bit more let me, let me clarify there okay. if, if in your situation yeah he is playing reserve grade, right? <laughs> mm. Like you say, and he comes in if there's cap trouble or injuries okay. yep. or, yep. you know, rep duties. Yep. Maybe I could live with that. Yeah, but no, he's, he's going to be up there with... Uh, he will be a... In a rotation with Fifi yeah, and... Exactly, yeah. you know? And are you happy to pay 200 grand a year for the errors and the lazy... Yeah. Lazy thing, defense stat padding, flopping in as third man. The thing where the I feel, yeah, yeah, the thing where I think it's not worth it is like I think I think he'd be worth you know like two or three hundred thousand dollars of real money of your mm. money for his runs just to fill you know to to you know he's it's like it's it's okay yeah but yeah what it is what it's not worth is that fucking market defense exactly. and that lazy shit where exactly. like, oh my god you know, and again an NFL scenario if, yeah. if all he was paid to do was fucking do yeah 10, if we didn't play both ways game, yeah fucking yeah. all over it yeah um fucking well put my notes down while this co- while I was drinking this coffee so I forgot what I was talking about next um I think I had one more thing to talk about just before we get into the other shit um oh yeah the eels are having a, like a, a forensic review into how shit they are and uh did I did I read that that, that Madge that that, yes. that that Maguire is actually conducting it, and it's almost like that kind of Brian Smith one that fucking yeah, ended up ended it, up executing uh, Jason Taylor, and um and and so yeah, I think it's great that a notorious hard ass coach is doing the review. Yes, because I don't give a fuck which team in the competition he reviews. The conclusion yeah. is going to be these cunts don't work hard enough. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Too much prayer circles. Yeah. <laughs> the time they spend on their knees in the circle. Exactly. It's time they could be they could be doing extras. Exactly. <laughs> they could be uh, they you could know? be burning themselves out and. <laughs> but um, so it looks like he's he'll be the next Parramatta coach. Yeah, can you fucking imagine that? Mm. Your man is a training. Yeah. He's just done three laps. Yeah. He's on his knees, fucking throwing up. They go, okay, ten more. Yep. God help me. Fucking Madge help you. <laughs> <laughs> it is exactly what they need. Yeah, yeah, it is. And I'm, I'm, and I'm certain that Madge will get in there and he will, and using his uh, what are forensic techniques that he has at his disposal in terms of evaluating coaching and just like the entire structure of the organisation and everything, I think you'll find uh, that you'll have trouble finding anything on Brad Arthur because what he'll do is confirm that he's actually a fucking mythical creature <laughs> and uh, I don't think you'll find anything on the anything at all there um, 
recaps very quickly, or just let's say so we'll call it scores. We don't get sucked into this fucking drawn out shit nah. this week. Um, the Thursday night game, Cowboys twenty six beat Manly twelve uh, at Brookie. Uh, poultry crowd, fucking sort yourselves out, cunts. I know Mimos is delicious, but fucking walk across the road once in your fucking lives. Um, the Cowboys had tries to uh, Tamalolo, a couple of Winnerstein and uh, Tuwala. Thurston, three or four conversions, a couple of penalty goals. Uh, Manly had tries to Sean Lane, Brian Kelly. Hawkinson, a conversion and a penalty goal. That game was just a story of fucking Thurston actually broken free from under the shackles of his new overlord, <laughs> Michael Morgan. <laughs> Michael Morgan. And, uh, and, and Tamalolo, I mean, decided to that you know it was time for him to start earning some, earning some of his money and he actually had a fucking fantastic game. It's a, it's a fucking lot of money. Yep. That the Cowboys have put on this play of well, he won't play Origin. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm he plays an extra. Lola. He plays you know, an extra three games a year. Yeah, you know that, that's a game. Well, two six points. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, two two and a bye. But that um, was a game they should have won. Fucking bottled it, stupid cunts. Because they were in it. They were in it for you know probably up until like last last sort of fifteen yeah. twenty minutes. And like admittedly, like the Cowboys did get all their momentum from a, a, one of those lucky fucking things where like a, the ball took a weird bounce and just sat up and landed straight in Tumbalolo, who's you know, ten minutes out. Yeah, that's it. I mean, but at the end of the day, is you know you just, these things happen in game football, and you got to fucking overcome it. DC played like fucking bag of shit too. He actually reminded me very much of Corey Norman this year, in like where it's like instead of actually doing anything. He would just sort of, you know, drift sort of, you know, 10, 15 metres off to the right or whatever and then just turn it into someone. Yeah. And like, it wasn't like running to the line or anything. It was just sort of like drifting and just turning it in. And that's fucking ridiculous. Um, the Rabbits, 22, defeated the Sharks, 14. Uh, the Rabbits this time had a double to Tom Burgess. I believe he's, he's like, something like he's doubled his career tries this season. Like, <laughs> is there, are you sure they weren't like fucking triplets? Yeah. And what? Well, they, maybe they've just like there's an unknown triplet, yeah. And and he was and he was he was good, at, decent at football, but not like the level yeah. of the other the, of the the main three. Like you know, but he was worse than the other potato yeah. as well. What's the what's the other potato's name? Luke. Oh, I fucking can't remember. Um, and I, I fucking forget because I know there was one that was a Burgess, but wasn't yeah. really. <laughs> he was kind of there on the on on by by virtue of his Burgessness, <laughs> but like he didn't didn't last. It didn't stick. Um, and then he ended up at Manly, fucking stunk it up there for a year. Um, before he fucked off back to England. Uh, but there's probably another one. There was a triplet. Yeah. And and that one, he wasn't quite as good as the other ones. Or maybe, you know what, maybe he, like, did his knees, like, yeah. Or, or maybe, this is a controversial angle, maybe they just they go, oh, fuck me, we got a lot of bird eyes already. Let's treat this one like veal and break his legs when he comes out. And then we'll just use his stem cells to <laughs> pump the other two up. <laughs> Yeah. And he's just like, he's just basically this fucking biological <laughs> peptide plant. Look, I, I was going to suggest that maybe, you know, Ju- Julie had, had enough and just out of principle wanted to keep her right hand unsullied. Does because she? having having four four in the NRL, does, honestly, does she look like someone who's had, does she look like someone who's had enough? <laughs> Um, that, that's three in a left hand. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, back on track, Bird scored a couple of tries. <laughs> um, Campbell Graham also tried Reynolds, two or three conversions and three penalty goals. The Sharks 14 came and tries the Ramian. Katawa Townsend, two or two conversions and a penalty goal. And the story of this game really was the domination by the Rabbitohs. They're looking really fucking good now. They're, yeah. they, they, they're rolling now. I mean, Sharks, you know, brought it back a little bit at the end in, um, in junk time, but... The the Rabbitohs, are, their their system is rolling so well and so smoothly 
that they could remove Damien Cook from said system, yeah. who's been an in, incredibly important cog in this system this year, insert Robbie Farrow, who, as we know, is just like inserting cancerous cells into your fucking body. Yeah. And even Farrow looked good in this. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, he, he played his role. Uh-huh. And he didn't suck. <laughs> he actually that, looked the best he had in years. That's like going to fucking Four Floors. Yep. Garner edition and going, fucking don't love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm here for the bareback. <laughs> here for the bareback special. Um, yeah, and the the two players that that Souths were without mm-hmm. had a far bigger imp- or potential impact. Yeah, than Cronulla losing Val. Yep, for both of their styles of play. Yes, you know. Um, the, Cronulla's got forty-seven fucking fullbacks at the moment, and you would never, and you would never accuse the Sharks of being like this attack first. Yeah, yeah, it's fullback chiming inside. It, it is scary. The the rabbits for for however long since I'm on the Premiership, um, you know, because the, the year after that they had the interchange change. Yep, they'd been stuck in that brand of football and hadn't got out of it. Yep, it's not only now that they've just tweaked a little bit of what they're doing. Your guys with immense fucking physicality and size have also learned how crucial quick play the balls are. Yeah. Um, it, it's fucking scary just how, how quickly they've established that, oh, fuck. Because the other thing is the forwards don't actually have to work as hard. This, yeah, it's easy. It's, it's easier on them in terms of, I mean, the, the initial collisions remain the same, but they don't... Have, I, I, I dare say it would be... Almost like an injury reduction thing as well, because you're not you're not carrying three guys on yeah. your on your back and and running the risk of the lo- the fourth guy coming in around Knocking the legs down. and you know, smashing yeah. your knees and you know that's yeah exactly that's the thing instead of fucking plodding and grinding for yep. fucking three or four meters, hit drop up you're done. Yep, yep. You know, but, um, but I think this was a lost a really lost opportunity for the sharks. Yeah, it was. But I mean, that was they. They didn't. There was nothing they could do about it. It wasn't. It, it wasn't. They were terrible. At no. All. But it. They did what they could do. Yeah, I'm not sure that uh, that I'd be happy with the performance of a bunch of ex-origin people. Yeah. On their first year off. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's true. It's just me. Okay, Knights thirty to feed the Eels four. Fucking, that's only I, now. Now I look back on this game and I see thirty to four. I'm like, wow, I mean, really? I felt like it was fifty. <laughs> um, uh, bad crowd there too, just under eight thousand. Uh, the Knights thirty. Yeah, tries to uh, Jack Cogger, Matautia, Co Saifidi, Watson, uh, Pong of four or five conversions and a penalty goal. The Eels had a try to Josh Hoffman, and that's the end of that. Uh, come on, what is there to say about that? The Eels. A forensic review can't be completed fast enough and whatever recommendations uh, forthcoming cannot be implemented fast I, enough. I do laugh. I have a bit of a maths nerd chuckle. <laughs> that was a bit of a fatty vort when, fucking uh, head bubble in here. <laughs> um, <laughs> Parramatta are currently paying $251 to win the premiership. So okay. the state-of-the-art algorithm that Sportsbet uses, and it is fucking state-of-the-art, yeah. and it is across all sport that's ever happening, Yep. Anywhere, still thinks there's a chance. Whereas I would love for some human, you know, overruling there, and just the price to say all the money. <laughs> if you put say, a dollar, say on one this, billion dollars because there's degenerates. No, no, <laughs> just all the money. Yeah. 
We will somehow get all of the money in the world. <laughs> we will we will empty everything we're holding at the moment. <laughs> we have a secret army in a basement that will go out and rob everyone on the planet and give it to you. If Parramatta with the Premiership. The saddest thing for me, and the contrast in these two teams yep. really brought it home. If you look at the Knights over the struggles they've had over the last couple of seasons, yep. um, and yeah, fuck, there might have been one, but I really can't remember a time where you could accuse the Knights of looking like they didn't want to be there. They were getting fucking thumped every week. Worst record in the fucking history of the game. Yeah. Wooden spoons in a row. Yeah. Just, you know, easy beats every week. Teams knew they were going to pump them. Yeah. But they never looked like <clears throat> they, yeah. they phoned They didn't in. reach that full capitulation stage. That's it. Yeah. Parramatta, and it didn't help losing, you know, losing Moses in a game where you'd fuck Norman off. Yeah. That, you know, the fucking fate gods are cruel. But Parramatta are just disinterested. Yes. And that's either through lack of fucking effort or lack of fucking knowledge and understanding about what they have to do. Because it's very simple. If you don't have one guy that's leading you, yeah. as long as everybody else knows what they have to do and there's just this consensus that, well, fucking, I don't know how to make us all get there, but if I do my bit and you do your bit and you do your bit and you do your bit... It all combines and, yeah. You know, we at least won't look like utter cunts on the field. Yeah. But there is just, there, there is, I'd be ashamed to be a Parramatta player at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ba- based on that game. And, and ashamed to be a Parramatta fan, ever. Sorry, I thought that was just a... Yeah, just an unwritten, unwritten thing, an yeah. unspoken thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The uh, Roosters at 16 defeat the Tigers 14 in probably the only entertaining, super entertaining minutes of the fucking week. Yeah. Uh, up, up, to that, up to that stage, certainly as far as the end. Um, <clears throat> crowd of just over 11,000. The Roosters 16 had double to Tupo um, conversions uh, to uh, one to Blake Ferguson and uh, penalty goals uh, to SST. Couple to him and one to Blake Ferguson. Tigers 14 tries to Tim Grant and Josh Reynolds. Masters two of two conversions and a penalty goal. Surprised at this one? I'm, I'm surprised that, like, if you told me that the Tigers found some attack and looked dangerous and were pressing at the death. And, you know, because they got Fanua, who's like, you know, tank Fanua and everything. If you were to tell me that fucking Fingers himself yeah. would be the guy to come across and fucking hit and roll and and, and roll, him, roll him away from the line when he's like only, only fucking centimetres from yeah. the chalk. Yeah. I would tell you, you were a goddamn liar, sir, <laughs> and get out of my fucking immediate vicinity. <laughs> Um, yes, definitely. It, looking at this game, look, I, I am a massive Ivan Cleary fan. Mm-hmm. Massive Ivan Cleary fan. You won't be You won't be when he fucking snatches up Nathan. No, because at any future contract discussions, yes. all Gus is going to do is put this game on replay. And just sit in a room and say fucking nothing. <laughs> because as entertaining as the outcome was in the, the last couple of minutes, it, this was like an absolute cunt circus of a game yeah. for, for the majority of it. Yeah. Um, now again, the, the Roosters, are, I think, are a year late on Cronk, taking into account yeah. new club, you know, ha- uh, played with the same service and spine and yep. majority of players for a long time, that's going to be disruptive. But I think you could have 
prime cronk at the moment. Mm-hmm. And unless the forwards are working in that vein of South Sydney, St George, Illawarra, Penrith, yep. I, I don't think he's going to be the best cronk. Yep. You know, previously, because you had the plod and the slowdown, the play and this and that, your half of it was far more instrumental. Yeah. They're still definitely the fucking major part of your game, but they rely more this year than they have previously. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm I'm still a fucking massive Fanua fan. Yeah, he had some fucking. I wasn't brain at all. Snaps. However, I think it's it's his his return has been um, absolutely sensational. You know what I love about him most of all. Well, and it's apart not, from apart from his hair. No, no, I'm. I am full, you know, in fucking, he can do that. Yeah. You watch him. That's why you came down so hard on the man buns and everything. I mean, but this, uh, this, this glorious mullet though, that's got, that's got the stepdad seal of approval. And I'll go back to the fucking original thing. (laughs) Yeah. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Mm -hmm. If your performance is on the field. Yeah. Warrant it. Surpass your idiotic hairstyle. When we had fucking man buns and urban samurai and all this other fucking stupid cunt stuff. Yep. Take that fucking half an hour you sat in the barber's chair and fuck yep. off and practice. Yep. You know? Um, but with, with the thing I love, you watch him get hit. Every time he gets hit, there is a fucking eighty word soliloquy that comes out of his mouth <laughs> as he's falling down. <laughs> like the fucking world slows down. And you see someone hit him, and he's like, "Oh, I've been hit. That's a really big one. I thought I was going to get there. I'm not going to get there. I'm like, oh no! Oh, I thought oh, it was I'm more like, hit. I thought it was more like puny human. Your fucking feeble attempt to tackle me have, have, no. have come to naught. No, no, no. I, he's incredibly articulate. <laughs> <laughs> fucking look at him. <laughs> because I tell you, when I look at when I, when I look at a fucking short, short cropped hairstyle with his fucking glorious mullet down the down the down to one's ass, the, the first thing that comes to my mind is, well, that that, that man is an intellectual <laughs> or a kung fu master. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. You know? I just feel like a kung fu master, like he he plaited or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, some kind of he'd have yeah. something more, you know, more intricate. No, he, but, he's yeah. using that time on his fucking word of the day calendar. <laughs> To improve his impressive vocabulary, <laughs> range of dialect. Um, you know, <clears throat> fucking, but uh, again, Ivan's persisting with fucking ET at nine. Yes. Yeah. And that's, that's, um, little, when, little this week was it, uh, little, uh, he's dropped out of the 21 entirely. I think, yeah. named, I, I thought it might have been injury, but he's been named in the, in Reggie's as well. Yes. So, so he's clearly out of favour, or, or Ivan feels he needs the, there's lessons he needs to learn. And I mean, I don't think he's, uh, yeah, he's not incredible, but I mean, at, at least it, it certainly looked earlier in the season he was that he was going to be the guy, like the future anyway. Yeah. And you got a McIlroy. What's it? I don't know what he's doing. McIlroy. What's it? Uh, he's not in, is he? You know, and and Ivan's got no obligation to come out and explain himself and what he's doing in his plans. No, I mean he's already. I, I feel that like he's um, already earned enough results that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, again, as a Tigers fan, I'd really fucking like if there was something in the works about at least, well, you know, yeah, it, this is a long-term, we think that this is a position that he can grow into and so he's going yeah. to. And what are they doing with Reynolds as well? I mean, is he like... Uh, exactly. Is is he is he going to be replacing Benji next year in the halves or... Well, they've just bought Embi. Yeah, where do they see? Yeah, what's M, did they? Are they going to put him in as as a fullback? What and are they Lolo doing? Lolo into the halves, yeah. and then and then just, is Reynolds going to be is Reynolds going to be a hooker? If not, he's there now. Why not fucking roll it? You know, see what it's like. 
you know, I've, I've said for, for a long time that I think Hooker is Reynolds' position. Yeah. Especially now where you see people like McInnes and um, Cook coming into the yeah. front. Can you imagine him at a dummy half all the time? You'd, you'd have to tell him, fucking no, you have to pass it sometimes. Um, but, yeah, yeah, again, he's uh, <clears throat> Ivan's showing what he can do. Yep. And uh, now we had, we had a ton of teams with the fucking bye, of course, this week. And um, the Origin game last night, I don't even have notes about this game written down. Uh, New South Wales obviously prevailed uh, 22 points to 12. Uh, Who do we have tries to? Maloney. Tommy Turbo, the Fox, and then a couple of goals and a couple of misses for Maloney, a penalty goal for Maloney. Maloney didn't score, did he? Did he, he, score, he, scored, he scored that first one, didn't he? He was, uh, a, he was Tedesco. Oh, t- well, sorry, it was Tedesco. Yeah, right. Yeah. Sorry. Um, that's right, Maloney you, was the next one in. Yeah, he was the next pass in. You're yep. thinking about somebody that's you know gone from a shit club to another club. It's easy to get him confused. It is. It is. My mistake. Yes. Um, and Queensland, who scored their tries? Gago got the one, the second one. Um, uh, Val Holmes scored Val the first intercept. intercept. Of course, yeah, I'd, yeah. That one's hard to remember because I don't really, I don't really consider it a try. I feel it was more of a gift. <laughs> like they, they, they didn't, they certainly didn't earn it in any way, shape, or form. Um, and uh, yeah, and they, they got a, a couple of conversions. Well, yeah. Holmes, Holmes actually he kicked very well. Um, yeah, goal kicked very well. So this game, well, we had the, you know, it was the, it was the old, the old guard from Queensland going out. Um, also. It was the old guard from New South Wales going out as well, the shit yes. guard going. The difference is the old guard of Queensland were amazing players, uh, future immortals and whatnot. The old guard from New South Wales were absolute fucking liabilities. Yeah. Uh, the new guard the new guard came in and, wow, fancy picking a team where all the players, or by and large the players, are in form at the time when they're picked. Mm-hmm. And they, by and large, performed accordingly. Yes. Uh, and this, this game for probably... 60 minutes followed the, in capitals, every Origin game script ever, TM, in terms of Queensland coming out hard and getting a territorial advantage early. Yes. New South Wales clawing back and getting scrambling to some sort of a lead by half time. Queensland coming, coming and just putting it on them in the second yeah. half for the first bit. And then yeah. usually, the way the script usually goes is New South Wales have a lead, uh, one try or less. Aaron Woods doesn't tackle someone. Queensland have a massive period of dominance where New South Wales just came to see, each set seems to start from further back yeah. uh, to the point where their where their goal line dropping out. Yeah. Then Queensland score and they run over the top and win. But this time, they actually held that period. Yes. And found points to come out on top at the end of it and uh, and and win the game, which was uh, very pleasing. I feel like there's a lot of we'll just talk about the good things first. I think. Cook was as he was better than we could have dreamed. I mean, yes. we like I I had an image in my mind of how of how Damien Cook was going to be there, especially you know leading us out of the darkness of of Robbie Farrow era and whatnot. Yeah. And uh, and he was it was he, I did not expect it to be that that great. I mean, that, he he had a fantastic debut apart apart from possibly almost being executed with a fucking his sternum being fucking collapsed. Yeah. I don't know what's going. I don't know if he's got an injury after that, but I mean because it. He did it, drop that, yeah. It did drop him, um, but he was he was fantastic. Tedesco was uh, offensively was uh, at the the best I've ever seen. Yes, in any level of football, 
Yes. Oh, he was tremendous. Defensively, though, I mean, that second try that Queensland scored should never... I mean, he should have been in position. His body should have been between Gagai and that ball. I mean, he, he should have been there. It shouldn't have been this, like, you know, like yeah. five centimetres more and he would have tipped it sort of thing. Which he should is, have been body between him. Yeah, it, it is that thing, though. You know, you, if you ever get the opportunity to to see someone like Billy Slater live, yep. you must take it. You must take it because his as good as Billy Slater is, and and peak Billy was the best. Yeah. But the work he does off the ball, and you see his fucking positioning and where he's looking, and you know he's calling out. Yeah. You know he's he's calling out to his to the rest of his team, and they're just giving him directions. I'm not telling him where to go, but they're telling him where the ball is and what it looks <coughs> like, and yeah. he's just yeah. yeah. Um, that's the style. That's the style of fullback player. Like Brett Stewart was uh, one like that, and yeah. uh, and the best example of that that. That um, my favourite example of that is, is Matthew Ridge. I mean, he was absolute mm. fucking general behind the line, and uh, he knew exactly what was going on. Everyone knew exactly what was going yeah. on because he was telling them what they they he, he like we did talk about earlier. We used to give players like you know a simple little piece of a job to do. Yes, He's, he, they no one had to think in defence in that in that uh, in that mid nineties manly yeah. side because the, Matthew Ridge told them exactly under no uncertain terms who yeah. that guy was, and they just yeah. had to do it. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that was the only, and that's a, you know, it's a minor. I mean, we we won, so it wasn't crucial. It wasn't crucial, but that was uh, something I wasn't massively happy with. Fucking Tommy Turbo. I mean, I'm going through these players in terms of what I, I would do my three-two-one probably. Tommy Turbo, he was one of the players who I, who I don't feel was in the best form um, coming into coming into Origin. I mean, he's certainly gotten better as the years gone on, but I mean, like you know, a month ago. He was looking. He was very, busted very frustrated and, and yeah, and, and scared. Like, like head down, like you know, like when you you know drop a ball or something, like you know the head had dropped and that's kind of, and you know it's exactly the sort of stuff you don't want to see in a position where you know it's kind of confidence position, you know, where you're taking yeah. high balls all the time and stuff. Yeah. But this game, that period where where Queensland were getting the positional dominance and you know it was eight, it was, when it was eighteen twelve, even after he'd scored the winning try, but then they, that's when Queensland started to come back, come back. Then um. They put what well, must have been like three, four bombs in a row. Every set ended yep. in a high in a high bomb down to the corner for Turbo and a contested bomb. A contested bomb, yeah. And and he fucking got it every time. Never looked like never looked like dropping any of them. The, the one that looked like the closest to losing possession of was one he ripped out of Val that scored the try. Yeah. You know, um, and fuck and and the hard runs. I mean, Queensland were hitting much harder in defence um, across the eighty minutes. They were. They were they were they were stinging for the full eighty minutes. New South Wales did back off after half time. I think in yep. terms of like really stinging in the tackles, yep. and it's not I'm not talking about like you know grubbery or working over in the tackle, just that initial contact, like just the extra, you know, shoulder and and Turbo took some fucking hard runs back from like you know in his yeah, own twenty, you know, off kicks and things like that. He did and just soaked it all up. I mean, he was like. I was saying to you, I was saying to you last night when we were playing Fortnite. <laughs> it was like if 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 New South Wales was like fucking the Netherlands, and I mean, and, and Queensland was the water. He was the fucking he was the little boy with his finger in the dike, <laughs> stopping this stuff. Yeah. He he was he was he was Thanos, fucking standing up against the might of the Avengers, <laughs> clicking his fingers and making dynasties disappear. <laughs> all I'm picturing, all I'm picturing now, yeah. his effort face there with his finger up Rosie O'Donnell's ass. <laughs> <laughs> I <thought he> was <laughs> um, can I just ask I, I want to put a shout out I fucking love the members of Twill Nation that much yeah because all I got on social media last night <laughs> was camera angles were various still shots and freeze frames of effort face after he scored that try 
Oh, and, and, and other times in the game too, like just no, 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 no. This is what I'm saying. It was all like just the different fucking stages of a ten second clip. No, he looks like I had a dog um, years ago rescued from the uh, the RSPCA. Yeah, gorgeous little kelpie, right? But I remember one time we're running around outside, and I've sneezed. And as I've done the sharp intake of breath and the big chew, she's put a tail between her legs and fucking run off and wouldn't come near me. Yep. So she'd been abused. Yep. Any sort of fucking... John Monaghan's old dog. Any sort of human contact... Yep. And he goes into fucking, you know, freak out mode. Coming up through the ranks, was he ever left alone with Brett Stewart? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Fucking hell, man. But um, he's going to, you know, have nightmares about Angus Crichton. Yeah. <laughs> awesome try, Kate. Take this. <laughs> he, he's almost my new favourite player. I, your try was so incredible. I, I, I give, hereby give you give you a four-finger salute. <laughs> Four-and-a-half-finger salute. <laughs> I'm jealous of your ability to wave. Bang. <laughs> Um, in both teams, not a lot was done wrong, you know? Very it, high quality game, just in yeah. terms of the fact it was low penalties. I think it was like, you know, 4-1 penalties. Yeah. Uh, errors were minimal. Yep. Um, unforced errors even you know, even more so. Completions yeah. very high. I don't know what the stats are, but to me, it, it felt like both I, teams completed almost every set. I am happy they stuck to the onus on the ball carrier to control <laughs> the ball. I really love that call, and Queensland fans aren't going to like it, but I believe it was Gay Guy yep. when he was standing up wrestling in the tackle, and like fighting the tackle, and, the, and, yeah. the, and then he, t- he called for the New South Wales guys to release, and they did, and then the ball came out, and he's yep. like, yeah, that call there was a, a very a very fucking brave call to make for a referee, I yep. think, but it was it was correct. 100%. 100% correct. Yeah. And I mean, if Queensland wanted, you know, if they prioritised ball security, then maybe get a guy who didn't have a fucking busted finger, he might hold the ball better. That's, That's it. That, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I was actually I was really worried after the first couple of sets. I was ready for our forwards to get in there and really dominate. The first five minutes or ten Un- minutes, of Queensland were on well Un- on top. Unfortunately, Queensland can um, read. I thought we were safe with all these newspaper articles about how good our forward pack was. Um, <laughs> if, one, if, if, I'm not, if I've learned anything over the last thirty years, watch that project. But they they came out and they put a stop to it and. And I don't think the forward pack un- underperformed per se, but the majority of them were rookies. Yeah, you know, except for Cordner. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go so far as saying they underperformed, but what I would say is that there's tons of improvement. They there is, and you mix their first origin mm-hmm. with the f- the fact that you know there, there really wasn't anyone to come with me. Yeah, for yeah. them, um, and and the fact that they came out and Queensland belted them. Mm-hmm. You know, they came out. It was fast. It was yep. physical. Um, the biggest challenge of that is a sorry challenge example. You look at the difference between RCG's first stint and his second stint. Yeah, you know, day and night, really. He he was there, and he you know he did his job. He was safe. He didn't do anything stupid, but he, you could see he reverted back. Yeah, he wasn't hitting the line and trying to punch through like he has been at club level this year. Yeah. he was hitting and spinning and, yeah. and walking backwards, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. which 
when you're under pressure, you go back to what you know. Um, yeah, yeah. When- I, was, I was so disappointed in him. In, in him, yeah, in effect, like I was so disappointed. I mean, I, th- I thought Clemmer was was very good. You know, yes. in all of his stints, I thought Frizzle was fucking awesome. Like yes. Frizzle, he was looking dangerous. Like you know, like almost breaking through every yeah. time. Um, Debellin was Debellin was solid. Uh, Jakey Turbo is very solid as well. Um, it is interesting, and you know, you and I made that comment last year when we were at Origin. Every time you'd see a cunt just fall down like a fucking tree with a chainsaw mm. through it, yep, that was Jakey. Yep, you know, but that that wasn't effective because every play of the ball is quick play of the ball. Yeah, you know, yep. he he needs a bit of help there. Um, you know, some some coaching fucking genius, and a lot of people give Brad Fittler a lot of shit. Yeah. You know, he's he's a fucking airhead or he's this or he's that or he's whatever. I was chatting to a couple of the Panthers players um, about City Country yep. a little while ago. And they were coached by Freddie. Yep. And that was the year that a whole bunch of them started by fucking Des saying, no one's going to City Country, I'm not releasing any yep. players. Yep. And then all of a sudden other clubs started going, fuck, we can do that? <laughs> like, okay, yeah, okay. Why not? And so all of a sudden... Like, he was, you know, sort of a week and a bit out, and Fittler didn't have a team. Yeah, yeah. And so he started going around. He didn't have a team, like, almost like, yeah. you know, like on the team naming day, he definitely didn't exactly. have a team, yeah. You know, he was going into clubs and going, fucking just everyone, mm. everyone who's eligible, can't come here, I want to talk to you, yeah. you know? Um, and they, they just spoke about how we brought them together and gave them confidence quickly. Yeah. And you could see a couple of things last night. In defence... Mm-hmm. We had some potential liabilities out wide. Yep. And I fucking loved the fact that the wingers were calling the shots. Yep. You know, you can see it. Addo Carr was calling out, go in, stay out. I mean, he, he was yeah. directing. So Luttrell wasn't making, yeah. you know, and, and cause it, it's little things like that that I noticed. And, and I don't know how much Freddie had to do with that himself or whether yeah. there were other assistants the or whatever. The thing about Freddie is, I mean, he, you yeah. know, what he might, not, he might not be the sharpest tool in, in the shed, but it, what he did do, though, was he assembled very good people around him as well. And that's, yeah. what, and that's really what a coach yeah. needs. I mean, a coach doesn't do it. They're not they're doing it by themselves. I mean, it's probably his, it's his job yeah. to assemble an excellent team to take care of the technical well, ins and outs, and if he and if, if all he brings to the table is mm. gives them confidence and brings them together quickly and for uh, uh, you know, great. I put the volume back up for the halftime chats. Yeah. Did you hear what Joey said? Anything? I, I I watched it. I'm so sure I did, but I don't. So recall. Joey said, Freddie spoke to the team and he spoke about X Y Z. Yep. Then Brandy Alexander took the right edge. I think it was right edge defence out. Okay. And spoke to them about the dangers of Cameron Munster. Yep. And he spoke about because he made that one break early, yeah, or in the middle of the first half. And they had him in the second half. He was contained. Yeah. You know, and he's a fucking dangerous player. Yeah. Um, for for Queensland's part, again, there's not a lot they could do better. You know, um, um. I'm not, I'm not sure. They only about had one opportunity. I feel they bombed when when Wanda Sykes made the you know that break and Chambers dropped it. Yeah, and Chambers dropped it. That was I mean, a big that was turnaround. A, that was a yeah, and um, you know, but then they they were given that that intercept try as well. So mm. yeah, these things you know that, it, that was something they didn't earn. Yeah, it look again. There's there's not much that you can can really point out that they that they did poorly. Um, I'm not sure about this. McCulloch for for half and then Hunt going into hooker and then yeah. 
Milford coming on. It was very late in the game Mil- when that Milford happened. was given no minutes to, to to really do anything. The game was gone when he came on. Yeah, and uh, and he wasn't given any real opportunities to you know anyway. Yeah. So you know maybe they maybe they switch things up and you start know, with him to give him more time to work. But I, I, uh, yeah, but I'm saying I don't I don't think Milford's best going into a playmaker role. No, I don't think I, I, I don't think he's. But you know, at the end of the day, yeah. they've had a lot of you know a lot of great guys retire and yeah. I'm not saying don't don't let him. They could have used the Cherry Evans, but, maybe. I don't know. No, they couldn't. But um, <laughs> you know, get him in there. Yep. And put Milford in hooker. You know, if he's in there for the last fifteen, you know, fuck. Okay, well, a couple of kicks out of dummy half, and you look at all the Broncos tries that he creates. They're not from perfect setups and structure. Yeah. They're from him seeing something and, and going for it, taking advantage. Yeah. You know? um, um, halves. Look, I mean. Over over the full eighty minutes, you'd have to say like you know both of them had very large tracks of disappoint disappointing play. Maloney was he wasn't terrible, but he was not good for about the first fifty minutes of the game. Cleary was quiet for eighty minutes, but he but he, he was he was un, unremarkable and and he, he I mean and he was targeted a lot too. I mean yeah. he got fucking smashed a lot. Um, Maloney was not was not good for a large portion of the game, but believe me when he when it when it was on the line. And his his kicking game, yeah. and then he stepped up and he started and he took the burden from Cleary and kind of saved, yeah. saved his ass a bit and pulled him out of the shit, and he took sole control of everything. Which and that's when we got over the top in the end. That's the thing though. If I'm a fucking, yeah, you know, barely not a teenager anymore. Yeah, yeah. Playing State of Origin mm-hmm. to get fucking folded like he did consistently yeah. and yeah. to fucking get up. Yeah. To be as safe in defence, like there was yep. one tackle Cleary made on, I think it was Munster yep. or Morgan, one of the fucking yep. M cunts, you know, one on one. Where, where if he misses that tackle as a half, it's fucking shut the gates. Yep. Um, for him to be as solid as he was there, for him to not be afraid to take kicks, and to be not, you know, okay to let things yep. play out as they did and take a back seat when he needed to. Yep. I was very impressed with that. The other thing that I think we were fucking very good at, the variance in kicks. Yep. It's something New South Wales have missed for fucking years because Mitchell Pearce has one kick. Yeah. It's big, it's high, it's fairly easy to catch as long as you're in position. Yep. And it never finds the grass. Yep. Because you're playing against one of the best positional fullbacks that's ever played the game. Yep. He's going to get to it on the full every time. Yep. The fact that we were finding the grass so often last night... That was a big game changer. Yeah, I mean, a lot of times, yeah, I don't, know, I don't think we found it enough to be honest. And I mean, when we did, a lot of the times it bounced straight up for a guy running onto it, you know, like the fullback or a winger. Yeah, run, you no, know, I'm not saying we found it every time. But I'm saying the, the fact that there was variance in the yeah, kicks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the it, thing, like Cleary can kick long, and he and he and uh, there's only one time I recall that he really did in the game so I'd like to see and like he was getting targeted and he, and he was getting folded and had a lot of yeah. pressure I mean there's a lot of like dare I say offside pressure fucking Greg Inglis was not onside that entire fucking game no, I wasn't. mean everyone's like oh yeah he fucking folded Tommy motherfucker was offside yeah. by yeah. how far when he did to, you know, to, to get that done yeah. and when he was talking about Inglis I mean like as a captain's knock it was a great captain's knock amounted to naught and it was completely ineffective but fucking it looked Tough as it looked tough as fuck. Yeah. He was the guy. He, I mean, like effort wise, I mean, he tried to pick that fucking team up and carry on his back. Um, and that's the thing. You go and look at replays. I encourage people to do this. Go and look at the replays of the the huddles, and you just want to fast forward through them. Every time you see a Queensland huddle on your television, 
Look at the fucking stark difference in culture of that team. Mm-hmm. Previously, you had Smith or Thurston or Cronk, and one of them was speaking, mm-hmm. and every other cunt shut up and were glued to them. Yep. Last night, you had like Inglis having one-on-one arguments with somebody while fucking Gavin Cooper's trying to address yeah. another fucking <laughs> half of them, and then yeah. you know Chambers is mouthing back at something. You know, it wasn't my fault or or whatever. Yeah. Yep. They got to get that shit right. Yeah, and I mean, it's, you know, it's a big cultural change for them, so that yeah. that, that has to that has to develop. But I mean, yeah. the problem is that now I look at people like Hunt, uh, Munster, especially. Uh, you look at guys like Milford, and where is the guy there that is a v- level-headed, commanding? general after you come through an era that has like you know Alan yeah. Langer through Darren Lockyer dominating shit Cronk Smith although Thurston you know again I, I think they need some help like Darren Lockyer was never the fucking I will fucking command you no. to do and do this but when he came up through his rep career mm-hmm. he had Tony Carroll and Gordon Tallis mm-hmm. and fucking Webke and those cunts around him yeah you know yep. and because they showed him the respect and allowed him to command, yep. that brought the rest of the team with it. Yeah, you know, the, the management of men, mm-hmm. you know, not not as important as fucking physical skill. Otherwise, I'd be fucking <laughs> running around out there. But, um, it, it is an often overlooked quality. Yeah, in a leader. So, yep. And and it's the thing. There's there's certainly there can be no debate that each and every one of those Queensland players holds Greg Inglis in the absolute highest of esteem. Um, but for his talents, yeah. But the, yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not. I think the jury's still well and truly out in terms of um, his actual, you know, leadership. Yes. Quality, you yeah. know, leadership qualities. Yeah. And I don't. I just. I I feel like Ben Hunt could probably get there like be that guy but um but that's the thing who yeah. does he bring with him yeah to because you can't do it on your own yeah you know you, you look at all the fucking great origin yeah generals I can tell you Munster definitely will never get yeah. <laughs> you'll you know, never be that guy um, and you look at the most commanding players very often and I'm yep. struggling to think of any exceptions to this they had at least two players from their club or from a previous club or who yeah who helped them elevate yeah yeah and now I'm, I'm thinking, you know, that does that is that is pretty much true for everyone. Um, I don't know if I've got any other thoughts about this game other than it's, it's so fucking good. It's so good to win game one, but you know we've done that a lot. It's, it's good to <laughs> so, win game one and then have game two in Sydney. Yes, very good. And it's also it's also good to win game one, and it's not a case of going, "Wow, we really fucking blew the doors off yes. that, that Queensland side." But they've got X, Y, and Z coming back into game. They they didn't have X, Y, and Z. Yeah. A lot's made of all the players that weren't in the Queensland side. Let me tell you, yeah, of available players, Billy Slater was 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 a loss. Yep, and essentially there really wasn't that many. I mean, they've had these representative retirement. These players weren't weren't available to them. You know, you know. At the end of the day, I mean, they just they really they just really missed having the presence of uh, of Tim Glasby. In the side, <laughs> look, yeah, on a serious note, I, I think Matt Scott makes yep. a significant difference to that game last night. Yeah, well, I, I just think when you go through this generational change thing, you know, you need to, yeah, but have some experience. You need, you know, but I'm saying he's like a warhorse, 
and he's and, and maybe he's the kind of guy that that provides the you know you're talking about the the backup and the credibility yeah. he provides the credibility for like someone like michael morgan to get in there yeah. and start telling cunts what's up but this is the thing with you know then and you got morgo mm-hmm. you got cooper cooper you'd have scott mm-hmm. but e- even if you put matt scott on the fucking bench mm-hmm. that's the whole thing of well okay he he's done this before and if you need that whole fucking i'm gonna leave everything out on the field mm-hmm. Like, you remember Sam Thide, he used to go up a gear in Origin? Yeah. He'd come out and just have three or four just barnstorming runs. Yep. Would, you know, wouldn't necessarily make much ground, mm-hmm. but the speed and the impact, yep. it'd lift the team. Yep. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, Don't do that, Queensland. Fuck it's, you. It's, it's so pleasing to win game one and know that we didn't fucking play our absolute best and beat, like, you know, a, a, sh- a shattered, injury-riddled team that were down, that, that were down on confidence and, and played the worst game. Queensland played they they played pretty pretty solidly they didn't play spectacularly or anything but they didn't make a fuck ton of mistakes or anything either yeah, you know that's it new south wales played they completed really well they played very well some players played incredibly well yep but man there's there's so much lift in that in that forward pack and in the halves there yeah. is so much fucking lift yep and but despite it, that we scored 22 points but if you talk about you know you think of previous origins yeah oh this player had a good debut. Yeah. Or this player had a drop early on. Yeah. And then was solid for the rest of their debut. What was it? Seven? Nine? Nine debutants in that team? Something like that. Eleven? You know? No, yeah, oh, no I wouldn't mean eleven. For yeah. across the park? Yeah. Everyone to fucking make a good account of themselves? hmm That's what I'm happiest with. Well, you can, I mean, when I think of New South Wales mistakes in that game, the only... The, Maloney with a forward pass? Yeah. Yeah. That's, and know, they weren't necessarily mistakes. They were just yeah. choices or... That was when we were under the pump and he was know? trying to make shit happen. Yeah. You know, trying with a quick spread yeah. out to the when, left. When, he, when he's kick, kicked dead in goal, yep. that, that was 40 centimetres from being a fucking remarkable oh, touch and finder. He, he kicked, you know? And it, he, he kicked it from so far out yeah. and it bounced and rolled and bounced and like it looked like it was going to go over the sideline in the, in the, you know, in the five mm. metre area and just, just kept fucking... That's you know. it. So. So, yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Well, well done, New South Wales, but... Well done, Queen- yeah. Well done, New South Wales. Um, Sakavani caught Queensland too. Like you know, essentially just you know, get fucked and go fuck yourselves. It's great to lo- see you lose. Yeah. And I hope Zendi Dynasty and, and uh, that's it. And I hope it continues in game two because then we'll go to game three and just fucking troll the whole time, knowing that we got the, that bitch wrapped up. We'll take we'll take brooms as you suggested. Yeah, we'll take, fucking we'll go down to Bunnings, fucking spray, <laughs> buy some fucking sp- light blue, sky blue, fucking spray paint, spray paint these these brooms, half the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> Fly down to fucking Lang Park. <laughs> oh, Fantastic. Good times. Okay, previews for this week coming up round 14, full round of action. And uh, what have we got here? Friday night. We have the uh, Canberra Raiders taking on the Penny Panthers. Uh, Canberra in Canberra, danger game for danger game for Penrith. Yeah. What is the injury situation? I mean, I I didn't hear of any. I know I know that Cook Cook is getting scans and everything, you know, to see what's going on with the sternum and Cook, or, yeah, Cook's ribs. getting scanned. Uh, but for your guys, I mean, Panthers had a, a fairly uh, you know <laughs> crucial contribution in terms of halves and and uh, RCG, of course. Um, yep. They they seem to be fine. Yeah. They've they've been named. They're there. Yep. Um, I don't know how Peachy will back up after the 
Yeah, for T put in. He'd be fucking bugging, wouldn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I remember he did that one run where he cut into the middle and almost broke a tackle. And yeah. I think that's, that's the only time he touched the ball. <laughs> no. Well, have you seen that thing they put on with the tracker and who covered the most distance? Oh. Yeah, Pete. what, he covered about 48 no, centimetres? No, he was number one. Oh, really? Yeah. Fucking pacing back and forth in the dressing room. <laughs> Wait for his touches. <laughs> Well, it, count, it counts the it counts the stationary yeah, bike it. and treadmill time on the. <laughs> um, that's all right. He'd be fresh and raring to go. He's got that frustration to pour out. Yeah, uh, Can- Canberra are a, a deceptively not shit team. You know, um, you look at their position on the ladder and how they've gone, mm-hmm. and and you think that okay, well, this this really should be Penrith's game. Um, they got the ability, if you're not switched on, I think, is when Canberra are their most dangerous. Yeah, so. okay, that, that's fair. I still think they're fucking garbage and you're going to smash them. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I've got my tips here. I can see my tips in front of me. And I've, um, tipped, I've tipped you guys. Uh, I think you, I think you'll win comfortably. I, I'm tipping Isaiah to have a fucking game of the round and not be selected for Origin because he's the most underrated player ever. <sighs> All right. No. Fuck Cordner off. Make him captain of New South Wales. Freddie? Yeah. No. All right. The late game on Friday, the Gold Coast Titans take on the Rabbitohs up there at Hope Solo Coliseum. And uh, look, do we really need to speculate and shit? I, you know what? Even even if Cook doesn't play, uh, does it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The Titans going to because the, the the system is the system is going to is going to do what the system is going to do. Yeah. The Titans, they can't do a damn thing about that. Again, Wallace has been named. Um, it's <clears throat> yeah. I'm not sure what the, the Titans do against that South forward pack. So South yep. Sydney by a million. Okay, the Mighty Manly Seagulls take on the Warriors uh, in Christchurch, uh, which has been a, a happy or an unhappy hunting ground for the Warriors. Strangely enough. Mm. Um, the the turbos have uh, both been named. I wouldn't I wouldn't see any issues at all with Jake playing. I mean, Tommy, they'll just have to. I reckon they just pack him in ice and just fucking send him over and just leave him in a nice bath until it's time to warm up for the game. Because <laughs> uh, I, I dare say he'd be a sore boy at, yeah. <laughs> at the moment because he took yeah. he took a fucking flogging from the fucking from his head to toe. Didn't he fucking? Um, but uh, but I mean, the, the beautiful thing is, I mean, that game. I mean, the way he played in that game is gonna. It's going to be one of those great side effects of Origin, where you know players just get fucking they come back ten foot tall and you know full of confidence and and hopefully you know bring that down to the to the rest of the side. Allow me to play fuckhead's advocate for a second. <laughs> fuckhead's advocate is that is that uh, more or less than, <laughs> than than just the devil's advocate? <laughs> I guess that depends on your opinion of press circles. <laughs> um, I uh, think Tommy enjoyed playing on the wing. Yeah, because. He, he was a solo target less often. Like he didn't yep. take a lot of bombs, and he yep. was targeted there. But on he on his runs through, yep. you know th- there were options around him, and the impact wasn't as as big. Yep. And I, I think he really relished that workhorse role. Yep. Um, going going into this game, I'm not sure that he's going to float straight back into. Fullback. Yeah, I think he uh, he might be due for for a little bit of a shocker. I don't think he'll have a shocker. Well, only if, and this is only. I think he's more like he's more likely to get injured. It's unofficial mail, but I've heard that Isaac Luke. 
Yeah. Has used some old contacts and he's got the entire Warriors Angus Crichton masks. <laughs> uh, um, did, was there not word that Tuvasa Shek injured himself at training or, you know, finished training early and is, is uh, in danger of not playing? I don't know. I put everything New Zealand related into the fucking Hobbit category or during Origin Week. And what's that? What's that, what's that mean? The Hobbit category? Fucking irrelevant and unnecessary. So it's like, Except yeah. for James Fisher Harris, who's the fucking greatest player in the whole world. Except for Jose Yeo. <laughs> your, t- your bullshit's tying <laughs> you up in knots here. No, it's not. <laughs> because Yeo is so underrated. Yep. I confused myself. Manly thirteen plus fucking fucking warriors. Uh, not the Knights take on the, the, the Knights take on the Roosters uh, in Newcastle. <sighs> mm. Roosters. Winners defensively, you know, very, very good, but you know, unimpressive. The game itself, up to the up to the thrilling conclusion, or the you know the last quarter of it, were yeah, it wasn't wasn't incredible. Um, the Knights pounded pounded a, an easy beat, you know, lowly opponent who you know was in a post training session. Yes, uh, it's lost the 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 first time they played the Roosters smashed them, and that game was a very uh, up up game though as well because yeah. it's kind of like the Mitchell Pierce Guerra fucking you know revenge SKD game. revenge yeah. game kind of thing that you know with Pierce out of, out of the mix and you know not gobbing off in the media you know there's probably yeah. a, a lot less feeling in in this one um I think that I think that the Roosters will uh yeah I think the Roosters will off. what I'm looking out for most in this one is mm-hmm. the uh t- tale of two Mitchells okay where the lateral comes back from origin as a more grounded, calmer, you know, I don't think, I don't think he does. But who, I mean, I did forget to say in the in the game though, when we're talking about the Origin game, he was up against Will Chambers, who is one of the one of yeah. one of the biggest cunts. Yep. In in the NRL at, yep. at this date, and he was fucking gobbling off, and he was trying. And I must give full credit to Latrell and whoever whoever had the personal job of mentoring Latrell through the don't training camp. Don't smash him. Don't, don't smash, smash him. him. Yeah. Just laugh. Just laugh and walk yeah. away. And that's what he did. He just laughed and walked yeah. away. And it was only like two weeks ago when he had that fucking ding dong back and forth with James yep. Roberts in the game, and where he got sucked in and lost the game. I didn't Pretty- lose the game for his team, but I mean, like, it brought James Roberts in the game because he yes. made this personal battle. Thing. The yeah, fact that he it. didn't do that with Chambers. And that's what I'm saying. Whether he comes back more grounded, yeah. but full of actual confidence, yeah. you know, yeah. that makes him a fucking more dangerous weapon. And not swag. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just going to be keen to see how he comes back into the, uh, yeah, the Roosters team. I, st- I still think the Roosters will uh, grab him, though. Agree. Him, though. Okay, so uh, what we got? The Eels take on the Cowboys in Darwin. Um, fuck, well, I mean, you know, it's the time of year to play in Darwin, isn't it? It'll only be 35 degrees. Uh, cows. What do we got here? Okay, so the Origin guys are named in the side. Uh, Scott's back. Um, Scott's back. You know, I think I think the Cowboys yeah. they played they played well or uh, without their without their guys last week. Um, you know they're yeah. playing they're playing Parramatta. I mean if there's a, if there's a a, a, time, a side to get your confidence back. Yeah. Against and here's the thing: playing playing the cows at this stage of the year. Yeah. Previously it was okay. We get them after. Fucking Scott's busted, Thurston's busted, yeah. Morgan's busted. Let's yeah. fucking hit him. And now half those guys are fresh as exactly. fuck, you know. So. And then and and then you also got Moses out as well, who's been yeah. He hasn't been good this season, but I mean everything that's come from the Eels. He hasn't been, but him and Gutho have been the effort. Yes, so. correct. So Norman's back in. Uh, you know the unwanted Norman's back in. Fuck. I mean because uh, because Parramatta, you know they wanted Jackson Hastings in, Hastings in, but. Uh, 
they haven't got the fucking the 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 balls to stand by it. And so yeah, I think it's going to be a very very uh, big win to the Cowboys up yes. there. Yes. The, uh, not to mention that it's more suited to the climate up there as well. Correct. They have to. They 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 fucking they're amphibious yep. up there. They breathe fucking hundred percent humidity. They am, breathe. Am water. I thinking correctly that the eels take? the Cowboys to Darwin every single fucking year? Like, if there's one team you don't take to Darwin... I mean, I know that, I know that they take that Darwin game. They do. Is it always the Cowboys? This I is what... Because I'm, yeah. I'm sure we've fucking had this discussion before. Yeah. Why the fuck do you take... I don't remember it off the top, know, top of my head the now. most acclimatised team. Take fucking New Zealand over there or take yeah. Canberra up there. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, I, I suspect it's probably a marketing thing too because, like, the Northern Territory people are probably, like, they see the Cowboys as the closest geographical and, side and to them. And see, that's, that's like the, their, you know. I'm fucking sure they did it because we had this conversation. It's like yep. origin in Melbourne. Okay. They're all fucking, you know, unofficial Default, Queenslanders. Not, okay, yeah. By association. Yep, all right. Yep. Still mix it up and throw the Broncos up there or something now and then, you know, just to give, the, give them something different to look at. If you yeah. Do, you know. Treat the Darwin fans. Now, uh, the Cronulla Sutherland Sharks take on the West Tigers at Reclaim Australia Stadium. This is a big game for the West Tigers. Yes. Because the Sharks, well, their bubble broke. I mean, beating up on teams that are, you know, down the bottom of the ladder and, you know, acting like it's, you know, that mm. it's, a, it's a winning streak. Uh, winning streak in name only. And uh, Noffa out. Which is only a boost. The good WZ in, so Tigers looking special at this point. Um, Holmes named, and you know, there's no reason why he wouldn't be playing. Uh, look, I don't, I don't see, I don't see why the Sharks, going the way they have been, can't. I mean, they, they're a, they're a defensively stout and resolute side, and the Tigers still aren't showing a lot in attack. Yeah, I, I just, I just feel like this is the sort of game where. The, they don't play the same style of game, but I just feel that the the weaknesses of the Tigers just fall into the strengths of the of the of the Sharks. This um, this is a game. I don't see a lot of points in this game. If if you say that this game is a wrestle, mm-hmm. to give an example of the wrestling that will go on, mm-hmm. have you seen those ancient Greek vases mm-hmm. where there's men fucking boys? <laughs> <laughs> That's. <laughs> <sighs> this is the annual fucking Greek Vars Cup. <laughs> it, um, the, uh, the Tigers, I, I think, have lost any of that really, really hard punch in the middle. You know, they've yeah. had that Packer and um, fuck me, he's that bad. I can't even remember his name. Um, Madalena. Madalena. Yeah. <laughs> um, who at the beginning of the year, even though they weren't scoring a shitload of points, yeah, they were really fucking riding that forward pack into opposition teams. Yeah. And they were winning territory battles. They've completely gone on the back foot and the Tigers are just playing absolutely laterally. Um, Sharks by a million. Wow. The uh, Storm take on the Broncos down in Melbourne. Storm. Yeah, yeah Storm. Um, so, yeah, Billy Billy's out and Jerome Hughes is in the fullback. Young Tottenham Payer hasn't fucked off to Mormontown yet. So he's still there. Oh, he's when's he when's he leaving? I thought he was going pretty much. I read that as you know, like straight, like gone, imminently. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Um, well, obviously, okay. So not yet. Um, do they have to consult the fucking gold tablets to pick a flight? Maybe, he's, maybe his magic undies haven't haven't his magic underwear hasn't mm. come in. I don't know. Uh, okay, thirty-seven Look. wives to say goodbye to. Okay, so, so Slater Slater's withdrawn. He's at fullback. Uh, Bromwich is starting. Uh, 
what else have we got here? Hoffman and Walsh returned by the bench. Um, Cassiano, he's suspended, so he's not going to be there. I, I don't, I don't see any reason why any of the Origin guys uh, would be overly fatigued play, or unavailable. Yeah. Uh, the Broncos, you know, for once, that you know they're not as badly Origin fucked as they as they they can be. Um, well, they get the, they. Uh, They've all been they've all been named. I wonder if James Roberts how he pulls up because I mean he wasn't really one hundred percent going into that game, was he? Into the Origin? Yeah, there were some concerns concerns on his legs. Um, I, I I think he'll come back same same, probably yep. a little bit happier. You know, mm-hmm. not not for any reason except that he has now played Origin and they won and it's yeah, it's on okay. that. Yeah. Um, I don't think going back to the Broncos as a winning New South Welshman's the same as. You know the the Queensland greats of old going back there. Yeah. Uh, well, considering there's only like you know Mick Devere and <laughs> fucking uh, yeah, Ennis wasn't a Origin player at his time there, was he? In the Broncos' time, no, it wasn't no. until after. Yeah. Um, like to see any fucking Queensland get his face staple back together and fucking have the gun hanging off and <laughs> yeah. kick eighty-seven fucking goals. Yeah. Yeah. Cucks. Um, <laughs> Storm. <laughs> Storm. <laughs> In conclusion, uh, the doggies take on the dragons. Do we even need to discuss this? I mean, uh, Foreign's out. <laughs> what do you heard? A Marshall, toe King, or something? Ma- Marshall King moves to moves to to five eighth. Did he heard it like this? Didn't it, it was four- a was it toe, toe ligament four weeks? Is that what I saw? A toe ligament. Yeah. So, so that's like to me. I, I that's like that's uh, that would be painful, but I, I don't know how yeah. debilitating it would be. I, I'm not sure how much of his game depends on fucking pinky dexterity. Could you pinky toe dexterity? Could, could you not like just tape the fuck out of it so your hand, you say so your foot, it. needle it, tape the fuck out of it so to restrict any possible movement? <laughs> I guess you don't recover though. If you play through it, you probably you know the baby doesn't. Although recover, I am but. fucking, <laughs> you've seen a horse with a fucking injured foot. <laughs> And it sort of walks on three and yeah, yeah. hits the other one in the yeah. air. Imagine a needled foot. <laughs> He's just fucking... It's like a dead... This is dead. He's dragging it. <laughs> Dragons oh. by a million. But yeah, but yeah even, even more. I mean, fuck. If, you know, be thankful, Doggies fans, that the game only goes to eight minutes. The only way that Aaron Woods gets fucking worse is if he now knows that his future's certain. Yeah. Yeah. That's how we'll know. You watch Aaron Woods closely... And you see how he, how he plays yeah. in this game. I mean, if he's just if he's just like a matador just ushering people through, <laughs> then uh, you you know that he's absolutely locked in. Uh, I would like shark. to remind Chapo of a certain bet that was made. Please, at the yeah, meet up. Please elaborate. What was this bet? I must not have been in the room at the time. I must have been over, you know, no chatting someone no, else. No, no, no. I'm gonna leave it. I'm just reminding him of the bet. Okay. And I'm reminding him that there's video footage of the bet. Okay, so let's let's not talk about the consequences of the bet, but the actual bet itself. I believe the it was Canterbury were going to finish on top of the top, he, further up the ladder than Penrith. He bet that the dogs would finish ahead of Penrith on the ladder yep. at the end of regulation twenty six rounds. Okay, I disagreed. Okay, and then he put some stakes on the line of if that were to happen, and maybe not stakes, maybe a maybe a sausage, but yeah. Now if just I'm letting you know it's there. And, uh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't done done the the math yet. I mean, we're only halfway through the season, or just over halfway through the season. Mm. Which round does it become mathematically impossible for him to win the bet? I mean, it's still theoretically possible, right? No, based on the school of 
theoretical mathematics, it was impossible from the moment he made well, the bet. The, yeah, obviously, but I mean, but, like, but, but mathematically now, I mean, with the number of games left, could Canterbury win every game and Penrith so, lose every game and still somehow? So let's somehow say that, that Penrith have twelve points. Keep his lips away from the chapstick. And uh, sorry, no, Penrith have twenty points, mm-hmm. and Canterbury have eight. Okay. So if Penrith lose mm-hmm. every game, mm-hmm. Canterbury need to win six games for okay. the rest of the year. Yeah. Sorry, seven to win. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and that requires Penrith to lose every single game from this point yes. on. Yeah. Lube up. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, hitting the mailbag. Um, on Twitter, we had a message from our Super Grover, who I've got to give him credit. I mean, despite the fact that he's a red-headed Queensland monster gronk cunt, he, 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 he does go huge when he goes to these games. Fucking earth, he does. He, he, looked, like a, he looked like some sort of fucking uh, amalgamation of, uh, of Ronald McDonald and fucking Tom Baker era uh, Doctor Who down at the Origin game. This maroon fucking... Uh, just a, a fucking weirdo. But uh, he, he sent us a message that I need a time machine to skip into the future past all the cucking tangents. Hashtag tangential crisis merchants. Well, We're not crisis ma- merchants. Fuck maybe it. if you spent less time trying to make yourself look like Alfie Langer fucked the Monopoly man, <laughs> you could invent one. <laughs> no, you look like fucking like, like Zach Strass's mother, who, who, who you would remember is the one who, um the, the woman who squatted on the fucking seat and took a piss at Suncorp a couple of years ago. <laughs> fucking squatted on the fucking Monopoly man's penis um, to completion and had a child called Super Grover Um, (laughs) Mitch the Geo sent us a tweet said the only statistic that I'm going to do is a scoreline if you want to judge the greatest team of all time by run meters and we're talking about Penrith got about 1800 or something uh, one week 1900 something yeah (laughs) so the the Knights 1919 uh, which which he Mitch the Geo thought was the uh the, the, the biggest total and uh, and K-Dog underscore 86 sent us that as well he said uh, yeah, how's, the, how's the mighty Knights running for 1919 metres shit's all over Penrith last week and then we had Kick at the Hunt said well South broke the 2000 mark against Mealy in round 3 so that's the champions of the season at the moment yeah but um, Penrith did that against a fucking side that actually provided some non-tissue paper opposition stats is stats is stats is stats man no, we Look, know stats if don't tell the if story. If there's one thing that we've said, we've established and and asserted throughout the history of this show, stats are concrete and tell a definite stats, story. Stats, <laughs> stats, stats are concrete and tell a definitive story of what happened. <laughs> um, shout out to uh, to a number of people: Paul Mac underscore seventy eight, Alan Paul Walker, and uh, Delorean Gray, all of whom replied to uh, a guy who um, writes for RL World, who he's going to do an article about podcasts. And uh, thank you to those guys for. Um, for uh, putting us forward. Thank you. Um, Biggest Tiger said, uh, I can confirm that although Special K Online may be a gronk after Sharks games, he's a lovely gentleman during Tigers games. So, uh, bullshit. Um, Sixth Floor Museum. So, Sixth Floor Muse on Twitter. New player enters the game. I think Golden Point is lame. I think a good old-fashioned game of Soggy Sayo would be a more entertaining way to resolve a draw. Thoughts? Well, my thought is... As 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 
tedious, not tedious, as as frustrating as missed field goal fest can be. Yes, I still would prefer that to to watching. Um, you know, two or more guys attempting to ejaculate onto a fucking savoury biscuit. Yes. Yeah. So, no, I disagree with you, Six Floyd. <laughs> what I'm saying is, no, I don't think that would be a more entertaining way to resolve a draw. <laughs> what about, what about if you took it out? Yeah. And you just made it like, have you seen that Japanese game show where they've got to sing karaoke while well, they're getting well, a yeah, hand job? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, I have seen the video, yes. Um, you know, keep the screen above the waist. Okay. You know, that's fucking family programming. But yeah, okay. The, so you explain to kids how? What are, what's, why, are they, why are they having so much trouble singing? Well, no, not karaoke, <laughs> but you just get the opposing team captains. Yep. And they've got a Dutch rudder each other. <laughs> and last, last one wins. Yeah. And then you can just explain it to the kids that it's a staring contest. But why is it like that? Why are they sort of yeah the, the you know the, the the movement of the body that comes from like furiously <laughs> moving on arms you know because they're psyched up they're trying to oh, outstare okay. very hard. Uh, um, it's a, it, it, it is a serious staring contest. Yeah, yeah no, nah, like I, I just like I just disagree <laughs> <laughs> in every possible way. <laughs> uh, Twill Gronk said, uh, "Brad Arthur's coach Paris in 2013 delivered nothing but wooden spoons. He's got to go if being a nice guy keeps you in a job. Sally in marketing wouldn't have an AVO out against me. Moses faked his injury." Look, we'll see what the review says, but yeah, I can't imagine Brad Arthur survives this season. No. The one thing is as well. I see this from Parramatta fans a bit, saying Brad Arthur did X Y Z. You know, he got us through the salary cap thing, but this is. Un- but now this year, it's unacceptable. What exactly did he do other than turn up to work every day that got you through this salary well, cap? No, he thing? gave them one piece of information. Everyone thinks you're dodgy and you've lost players, and let's come together as a team. He used external factors to motivate them into playing fucking above average football. Yeah, and, in ch- and 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 if you were to come to me and say, yeah, a coach motivated his players, I would not tell, I would not respond. You go, wow, that guy went above and beyond the fucking terms of his contract. Well, no, if you say a coach motivated his players through no fucking skill or strategy of his own, but utilised other than communicating the events of the day to the horrid breach of the regulations of the game. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Look for that in a job ad. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Um. Dominic, this, Dominic Escobaris has changed his fucking handle to at underscore NDR underscore SCR underscore. It's fantastic. You, you can't. Fucking um, underscore it up. He's, uh, he said, do we need to add a new category for the 2018 Twillies? Hashtag cup of the year. I think it's, I, I dare say we have to. If there's been one, if there's been one innovation or massive contribution to the show since <laughs> since the stepdad era, it has been uh, the proliferation of the use of the word "cuck" on the show. <laughs> well, look at this stage. Yes, I would suggest we have an award for not a cuck because at this stage it's only Isaiah. <laughs> what about Fisher Harrison? You, you had something to say about him earlier, didn't you? No. Yeah. Okay. He's, he might not be a cuck. But Yo's further from a cuck than he is. Oh, so therefore he is a cuck? No. <laughs> no, no, no. It sounds like you're wearing his black... Like, it's not black and white. There's, like, the scales down. <laughs> and, and you've got to be on the furthest end of the scale to escape punishment. Oh, there's fucking <laughs> cuckty shades of grey. Fucking... <laughs> 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 oh, fuck. Just let me... Just... 
Just let me write that down because that's going to be the title of the episode. Because I've been I've been sitting here for the last ten minutes thinking, what are we going to call this fucking episode? And um, and you've just you've just you just nailed it for for us there. So okay, cuck these shades. Okay. To continue, <laughs> Twill Tourist, um, Sportscastle, you guys are catching up on last week's of uh, this last week's episode of Twill, sitting in the departure lounge at Changi, Singapore, waiting for a flight to Krabby, Thailand, uh, and hopefully he found a place to watch his origin, but um, just a good Twill Tourist there. Uh, Flash 1480's been killing it, um, sending us stuff from Japan almost weekly. He said, uh, there's a Kubron and my undefeated wristband at the Under the Bridge Music Festival in Toyota, Japan. What else do you need? Is it, um, how long? How long have we, we been getting twill tourists from Japan from this dude? He lives there, married a Japanese chick. He's been over there for. Well, this is what I'm saying. Yeah. If, we, if we're getting twill tourists for more, but he's, tu- but he's touristing. But he see, he's actually, you know, it's like if if I went, you know, I was I was repping twill when I went, you know, I flew up to fucking North Queensland or something. Yeah, but you I don't mean, live in North Queensland. No, but I mean, he doesn't live in Toyota, Japan either. So he's like he's gone somewhere, you know what I mean? Like he's he's, he's just tourist within the country in which he resides. Yeah, fair call, okay. Yeah, so yeah, so he's not he's not sending the stuff from I'm tour tourist in front of my TV watching the footy, <laughs> having a barbecue in my backyard, tour tourist. <laughs> Went down to get some milk, tour tourist. <laughs> um, Rishay underscore Rishi, sneaking in a cheeky tour tourist in Singapore for two days. And uh, some Tarzan grip should be allocated to everyone involved in the Blues admin during the dark years. Fixing the Farrah paradox only solves part of the problem. All is, all is, clearly, someone <laughs> solved the Farrah but They went back in time. Well, they've, they've somehow, they've changed things to establish this is the, the current Blues administration. This is the thing with fucking time travel. Let me explain how it works. You cunts will <laughs> never know what I've done for you. You will never know what I've sacrificed. <laughs> You're all fucking here happy with your win. Yeah. You know? You'll never understand what it's cost me for Robbie Farron not to play State of Origin. But you're fucking welcome. You got got all your arms and legs. You look happy enough. (laughs) Some things can't be measured in digits. (laughs) Just ask Angus Crichton. Don't believe me. (laughs) Um, Oh, membership updates. I got an email... uh, Yesterday afternoon, from the the supplier of the um, scarves, which is the the you know the the slowest part of production, and he said, um, you know, failing any any issues, it should take delivery on on the nineteenth, which I think is next week, sometime. Fantastic. So, um, yeah, looking forward to that, and I'll go out, you know, shortly thereafter. Um, and uh, that's it for those. So, oh, also, yeah, and with the Origin win. Um, We'll retweet this out again, but there's uh, Sydney Sydney Twill Nation members have uh, taken it upon themselves to set up a you know a meet up and uh, drink up uh, before the second Origin, which is on a Sunday. So uh, that's on the fucking what is it, twenty fourth or something, yeah. something like that. Um, we'll we'll retweet it out again uh, with the details. And so if you're in Sydney, you know, get along and uh, have some drinks with some like minded people before you uh, watch the Blues uh, win the 2018 Origin series. That is full time for episode 290. Thanks for listening, everyone. As always, you can interact with us on Twitter, so at TWI League or also on Facebook.com forward slash This Week in League. Thank you very much to those who share the posts. Um, I appreciate you, motherfuckers. Um, iTunes, we got a review from, uh, fuck me, small text, Kingswood underscore. That underscore, I think, is there on purpose too, just to fuck with me. Uh, so do yourself a favor and get around at five stars. Admittedly, I didn't have high expectations for the podcast, as I thought it was just going to be a couple of blokes who fancy themselves as experts and just talk stats. 
but in the first couple of minutes, I was stoked to hear a couple of blokes talk league like you would with your mates. It's the perfect example of the punter's view on the game. Get around it. You won't be disappointed. Thank you, sir, because that is pretty much exactly what we're going for here. Mm. Uh, the last thing we want to be is these fucking tryhards who uh, think they're fucking David Middleton's and or they think they're sitting on fucking panel shows in the media yeah. saying the same shit as every other cunt. So, no. Uh, we just give it to you. We just, it's, Unless it's, David Middleton wants to sponsor us, in which case. Yeah, Middle, if you got something, if you got something cooking you know, and you want to actually, you know, sell it. I'll fucking sell out quicker than a Penrith crowd. <laughs> that one time. Well, it happened. In history. It happened. <laughs> <laughs> it was fast. Yep. Give us a review if you haven't already. Um, I'm not asking, telling. Uh, <laughs> go to iTunes. <laughs> Sports and Rec category. Uh, find the tool logo in the What's Hot session. And don't swear it. in it. Don't swear I've in it. I've had that many people that have come back and said my review's not showing. Yeah. You can't swear. You can't. So I don't, I'm not even sure if you can allude to swearing. Like You can't put yeah, asterisks no. in no. and things like that. I don't think you can even like mask swear. I just... just Keep it PG. Yes. Or keep it G. Let's be safe. Yeah. <laughs> because I believe you can never be like a fuck one fuck in there, but just keep it PG. Ew. And um and you'll get you'll get through. Okay. And, and and as always, if you're in the UK or the United States or New Zealand or some yeah, you know, some other iTunes store, um, other than the Australian store, let us know you've given us a review and we'll log in there. Or just, you know, if you want to take a screenshot of it and just uh, you know, email to to hello at this week in league or you know, send it to us in our DMs, you know, whatever. Facebook message, go for it. Um And if you're in New Zealand, really, aren't you fucking sick of jet boats now? Sort your life out. Aren't you sick of fucking hobbits? You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, just just get on the back of that giant fucking eagle and fly your ass to, to fucking iTunes. <laughs> Give us a review. <laughs> um, got a got a tweet from the Green Machine Pod boys. Uh, they wanted to give a shout out to Twill. These guys are still the best in the business and give the little guys a shout out every week. If you're a Green Machine podcast listener, then get on this one for your general rugby league and some cracking banter. And yeah, we do give we don't give a shout out to the little guys. We give a shout out to our the people the people that you know, that we support and people and people who who support us like uh, Super League Pod and uh, Sports BFs, uh, Green Machine aforementioned, West Weekly, the boys Sports Castle AU who are doing a fucking lot of the Twill Tour stuff this year. So a nice one, boys and. Um, Tipping, punching prolapse in the lead, one point out there by themselves. Manola second uh, out by herself. Then we go back to the pack, which uh, has a Frag Dog, Robo, Yorikuk. Uh, that's their name. No, I'm not. I'm not attacking you. Uh, Melon, Mitch Jando, and then we go back one more to Jared Ash, Peter, and uh, Giannis. Last man standing. I don't know what. Do you, what's last man standing? Yes. There were. I forgot to ask you for the list this week. There were a bunch of cucks who did themselves out of their fucking last man standing by not getting their fucking tip in. Oh. Um, and. Stupid. You know, four points to you, trying to fucking sneak them in two days after the fucking first game of the round. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, emails have fucking timestamps on them. <laughs> uh, by my calculations, we're down to the final two. Do you happen to know who the two are? I know one of them is Mario. Okay. And so the other, okay, interesting. Oh, yeah, and yeah, he has, uh, he, he he sent us a tweet and said, oh, I have a feeling that round went very well for me in Last Man Standing. Indeed, yes, it did. It you did. may be down to the business end, sir. That's it. Supercoach, Sam Seals on top, followed by Pineapples for the Pokies, the Cheap Seats, Grey Ghost, Bought Not Bread, Junior Mints, the Journeymen, Dingbats, Captain Robo Cuck, 
and uh, the pool of death. And um, shout out to to Craig, the uh, the handler of Robbo. He sent us some fucking. Did you see the video he sent us this morning? No. The tour one was saying how Robbo enjoyed the win or whatever, and he had some dude in a gimp mask fucking tied to a wall, having some like you know some mechanical <laughs> masturbation device. That, you know. Uh, <laughs> Just, just the stare, just the usual. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> yeah, but then this is like Robbo enjoying the win. But um, that's it. I, I also do want to give oh, a shout out to yes. Valentine Holmes. What for? Um, who sat down with a journalist and went on the record saying that he enjoyed preparing for State of Origin by watching Special K's highlight reels. Um, so, so when he said highlight reels, I, I took that to be... Uh, streaming arcs. He, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yes, just streaming, <laughs> you know, the, the white ropes and, um, and, and his, and his uh, tribute, <laughs> tributes that he sent that's him over it. Twitter over the last two seasons, uh, three seasons maybe. Um, so that's now in print and there forever. Yep. And it definitely has nothing to do with that fucking snitch-ass bitch Carmichael Hunt. Yeah. You know what? If the fucking first letter... If your first name yeah. and your surname put together spell out cunt, you got to try extra hard not to be one. Yeah. And tell That's you what, just me. And I mean, and like, look, even though rugby union people are barely people, you know, let's, you know, let's, and, and he snitched on, he snitched on his homies down at, you know, the Titans yeah. play at homies as well, you know. They, we, we did have Neanderthals. Apparently we all have some Neanderthal DNA in us, hmm. which is fucking scary because for the last week, all of my YouTube suggestions have been about Neanderthal interbreeding. <laughs> I think we know why that is. The fucking phones are listening to me, man. No, no, I can, I can, I can trace, I can trace that. That, that is very easy to trace. People last week were calling you out on saying that if you were to time travel, like one of your first five things or first three or whatever it was on your bucket list would be to fuck a cave bitch. Now. You then went and found an example of some like some wookie looking cave chicks that were like in quotes meant to be sexy. <coughs> Your Google search has then put you on a watch list, which means every advertiser that specialises in the field of fucking cave women will be peddling their products to you. It's a bigger industry than I thought, but <laughs> see, I'm, I'm just imagining fucking you know like six places in the world doing the Ghostbusters. We got one. <laughs> And on that note, we have achieved our goal of Express Episode. See you next week. See you next week.